Welcome to Pure Podcast. I'm Mike. And this is Orlando. And we're on episode 209. Yeah. And we're going to switch things up a little bit. And and we've already done a lot of changes. Like we got the Monday drops and the Thursday drops. Are we dropping this on how much, Monday? How much more could we change? Okay. Yeah, if you're listening to this now, it is Monday. All right. So I thought it was time for a themed episode. And the reason I, I said this is because I'm... Um, I said this. The reason I believe we should do this is because, you know, I don't think there's ever been a Q4 like this one. Like ever in my, at least in my 10 years of reselling, I've never experienced the velocity of sales that has been taking place in the last two months. And so our podcast isn't, we're not gurus. It's not about us teaching. I mean, we do teach through like stories and, and what we do and through our failures and so on. but. We document a lot of it. And I was thinking about this because usually Q4 for me ends about December 10th. And the reason it ends about December 10th is because that's pretty much around the same time that I send in my last FBA shipment. And then I got some eBay stuff I try to sell, but I, I pretty much call it quits. And I'm happy and I'm good to go. But this year, I'm going hard until probably December 22nd. Which means there's a whole week and a couple days, three days that I think there's a lot of money to be made. And so I wanted to encourage everyone that there's this last week of Q4, last good week. Last week, I mean, it's like, I, I hate this analogy, like shooting fish in a barrel. Where did that come from? Is that like from back in the 1800s? Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look into the, uh, the like etymology Did somebody throw a bunch that, uh, of fish in a barrel and just start shooting them? Like, yeah, it must have. I mean... It's like fishing out of a barrel, but it's like a more, you know, yeah. intense way of fishing, you know? <laughs> I would say so. So I thought, hey, why don't we talk about how to make this Q4 worth it this last week? Because we can all sit back and we can be like, hey, we made it this far. But I think there's possible thousands of dollars that are being pushed to the side if you don't put in that hustle next week. Now, I'm not saying you have to. I'm also a big fan of family and so on. I personally haven't even put up a Christmas tree yet. I've done nothing Christmas. I actually joked to my boys the other day about putting up a Charlie Brown Christmas tree for this year. And my boys looked at me and they're like, yeah, no. That's what we have in our, uh, in oh, our you fifth do? wheel. Yeah. Like the one ornament? No, it's not like a, it's, it's, it's not like the technical oh, yeah, legitimate one, yeah. but it's like a tiny little like one foot Christmas tree that's like fake with, you know, a couple of lights on it. Yeah. Very tiny. But, but that wasn't because of Q4. That was because of space. Yeah, you got to make use of your space. But uh, I could see what you're saying, like just the busyness of it. You haven't you haven't been able to uh, do the typical traditional stuff. And yeah, 2020 is uh, is just a strange year in general, <laughs> right? you know, but uh, you add a exceptional Q4 on top of that. And yeah, it definitely shakes things up. Yeah, I, I just feel like this COVID time is you just got to run it different. Uh, you can't. I mean, we're not even are we allowed to be at home with our families? Immediate family. Immediate family. Like, yeah. is it six in California? Do we even know anymore? I don't. I have no idea. I think we might be breaking the law right now. <laughs> we might be. You know. Anyways, we can go on this track. But I didn't even know they closed dining, outdoor dining. Like, oh yeah. And and it's funny. And I'll share this story real quick. So those of you that are wondering what we're going through in California, so one of my favorite pizza spots is in San Diego, and they have like, you know, chairs and tables on the outside. And so when COVID first hit, you know, they kind of wink, wink, let you go eat out there. 
well, this this past weekend, I you know I trying to I'm trying to get my boys out to eat, and you know it's not fun to eat home all the time, right? Especially because you know if dad's a cook, it's not the best, right? And because of Q4, <laughs> I don't got time to cook, so we go, and I and I said, hey, is it okay if we kind of just you know just loiter out there? And I'm cool with the owner and the owner's like, please don't. They're fining us one to $10,000 if they see us. And they're actually like, they are like making rotation. They're actually making the rounds and people have been fined. Mm. I was like, what, what, what is going on? Like, what is, you know, anyways, this is not what this show is about, which is, which I, I want to tie it into the fact that I, but I can still source. Like I can still go to do a bunch of retail arbitrage. Like I was at Walmart today. There is no way there was social distancing. Like there were hundreds of people in line. I mean, long line, like every store I went to had long lines, probably 20 plus at each register. And I'm like, hmm, okay, well, I'm not going to complain. I mean, at least we can source. All right. Anyways, enough about that. So if you feel comfortable, if your state allows it, or if you just, you know, you want to get out there and make those few bucks, this or a lot of bucks this last week, this is what I wanted to talk about. So do you think here, I threw this first point. Do you think that people are still going to be buying until the 22nd? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's always uh, weird, especially because this year, I think uh, shipping is slower than typical. Um, okay. Already, like buying things on Amazon, it they're already have the things up, like will arrive before Christmas. And like things that are two day prime are now like two business days after shipment, right? Is like yeah. how they have it labeled. And so yeah. things are like four or five, six days out. And so um, I, I don't know, the thing that, that, concerns me is as the the usps and and ups and all these amazon get more and more bogged down um the cutoff date before things that will arrive before the 25th is going to be probably earlier than in, in previous years so mm-hmm. will people still buy i don't know i mean probably i mean um i i've done this or i've had family members do this all the time where it's like you open a gift and it's like a box and inside the box is like the picture of the item they bought you and it's like this will be arriving in like Seriously? a few days yeah it's like because sometimes things take a little while to actually get to you um and you might order something and it, it takes a little time i mean even even when i uh was planning on proposing to my wife uh i wanted to propose on her to her during her uh, college graduation so i ordered the rings and it took like an extra two weeks for the rings to come in Whoa. and so i had to like postpone and so um i i mean obviously i didn't do like here's a picture of your ring yeah but, i would have uh, been like how did that go but when you have a, a set deadline like like christmas and and people have bought something a week ago and things are slow and they're not getting there so i i think there'd probably be some people who will do that but i don't know i i'd have to imagine that Online shopping is gonna have to slow down as shipping is is so backed up. See, I I run counter to that. I think there have been major shipping problems, and and we're gonna talk about that in our update episode coming up on when on a Wednesday on Thursday. But you know, I was looking at last year. Last year we kind of lost a week, right? Because Black Friday was later in November, and then we had this weird thing where you know you the twentieth fell on a Friday. Right. And then Christmas Eve was on a Tuesday. So it was really tough to get things. You know, let's say you were able to get stuff to the post office. You got the stuff to the post office on the 23rd. There's no way it was going to make it. Right. But this year in 2020, it's a whole different ballgame. Right. If you take a look at the dates. Right. You, I went to 2018 on my calendar. I'm not even sure how that happened. So if you look to this year. Right, the the Monday before Christmas is the twenty first. So if you sell stuff through the weekend, 
you still have a f- good four solid days for an item to arrive. Right. So if you send it priority, hoping, you know, fingers crossed that things go well, it can make it there. Right. And so I'm believing that people are going to not only buy this weekend or anyways, this is when we're recording. So this past weekend, you're listening to this on Monday, but they're also going to be buying the following weekend. I think that you're going to be cushioned with two weekends of good sales. So I'm a big believer in just just keep listening, just keep listening. But do you think you'll have listening. upset customers though? Because like already we've sent several things priority, you know, it should be there in two or three days mm-hmm. and it's taken like five to seven days on a few items, right? And it's just like the, the, the transit is delayed. So if you sell something and it's like, oh, the shipping says it's going to take three days, I can order this today and it'll be here by Christmas and it ends up being four days late because of slow post office, are you going to be dealing with just an insane amount of upset customers who want returns or refunds, or I, I had to go to the store and buy it myself or buy something else. So I want to return this. Uh, I mean, that might be, the I pr- think, I think it's worth having, <laughs> you know what I mean? I re- I'd rather have upset buyers that bought stuff than no buyers that didn't buy anything. No, it's, I mean, I, I definitely see the, the, the case for that, but if you end up with 40 or 50% of those customers are, are doing returns and refunds, Ah, uh, that never happens. Like never. It's 40 to 50%. But I mean, the only reason I say, and again, I'm just throwing random numbers out yeah. there. But if 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 shipping is so much more delayed this year than it has been in the past, so what would normally you would, maybe you're comfortable saying like, I, you know, I'm selling something on the 20th. It'll be there by the 24th. No problem. Somebody does the the purchase. And then after a couple of days, it's like, oh, now it's not shown. It'll get there until the 28th or whatever. Uh, people are going to say like, well, as soon as this comes in, I'm going to return it and I'm just going to go to Walmart or Target and buy something else for my brother or sister or whoever, because I want them to be able to open something on Christmas. Yes, but I think things are different this year because they can't just go. You know I mean, now I will say, I mean, I'm looking at, I, I, I was thinking about this because honestly, I have not been paying attention to any of my packages because I'm more of like, hey, as long as I'm good with eBay, I'm not worried about it. Right. Because to me, I did my job. You know, I dropped out of the post office. I'll deal with the aftermath later on. Right. But I've just looked at my app. I looked at something I just sent and said, high shipping volumes are causing some delays. Please allow extra time. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, like, okay. Yeah. I've had multiple customers already reach out to me and say, hey, I haven't received this yet. And then the eBay app tracking um, doesn't even show like that it's done anything. And then when I look at the post office, it's like, stuck somewhere and it's like yeah like an extra two or three days on the estimated uh arrival time on priority items <laughs> it's bad i mean i'm looking at all these okay now i'm gonna we already did a rant about covid but i gotta tell you i'm so bothered by the post office and the fact that i don't I, like we've had how, how long how long have we been in this covid thing you know six seven months like by now we should have this kind of figured out, right? Amazon figured it out, right? There's no, there's no Amazon canceling non-essential FBA items. Like all the stuff I'm sending to Amazon FBA, even though I've been sending, I sent stuff in all the way through December 10th. It's all checked in in decent time, right? Even though they tell you things won't be ready if you ship after December 1st, they just, I think they just tell you that, you know, to kind of say, Hey, if everybody does it, then we're going to be in a mess. So to me, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm a big, I'm not even going to go there. All I got to say is 
when you allow an institution to be part of a government system, usually it does not run well because no. it, it, it has a fallback plan. Yep. If it is a private institution, that profitability is key. It'll make sure that things arrive on time. Right. Amazon is making sure that packages are arriving on time. Right. Amazon has its own fleet right now. Even though they canceled their remember they're they're moving to doing their own shipping. But I think now they they kind of came back with it in some form or fashion. But you know, I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> I don't know how, how did we get into the rabbit trail? Mm. I don't, but okay, I but I see your point. I see your point. I just don't think it's enough to hold back and say, you know what, I, I'm not going to resell anymore, right? Because well, I wouldn't go that far to say I wouldn't resell. I just, um, I mean, like if you can make five thousand and is, lose a thousand, I'd rather make that four thousand than not make that four thousand. No, for sure. I mean, there's definitely there's definitely going to be the trade off there, but I just let's know in the is, comments. What, what do you the, think? What is the cutoff? You know what I mean? Like. At what point is the cutoff going to be given that typically your cutoff is, is stuff going to arrive before Christmas? And if, if the dates align better this year, so you've got a little bit more time because of the weekend, however, things are taking a little longer. How does that affect that cutoff? So maybe, maybe you go hard until, you know, Friday, the, what is that? The 17th, 18th. 18th? I mean, that that's an option too. You know, I, I just want to tell you guys, like, don't, don't stop. Like I am not stopping. Like today, all day, uh, before I came into the podcast, I was buying stuff, and within minutes of leaving the store, you know, it was selling out. This was on Amazon, okay. But there were other items that I was thinking of impossibly cross-posting to eBay. But I'm telling you, what people people are, <laughs> they they don't want to wait in line. I mean, I think about California, how terrible it is. It's some stores I've been to some, it's like only 70 allowed. And so I've had to wait 20, 30 minutes outside a store. Then I get inside the store. Then I got to wait another 20, 30 minutes. That's an hour. And that's for me sourcing, right? So I'm willing to go through that because I know the profit I'm going to make. But if you're only looking for a couple of gifts or a handful of gifts, you're going to go online to buy, right? So, Okay. Uh, something else I want to address, and I addressed this in the last podcast. Uh, there's just so there's just so much opportunity. I've I've never seen so much selling. Well, this is what I mean. So today I scanned an item on Amazon, and the rank was thirty two thousand. Now thirty two thousand is not a bad rank for Q four, but thirty two thousand usually takes a couple of days to sell. What I'm finding that 32,000, this was merchant fulfilled. This item was selling within 10 minutes. Sold. Gone. I have another item that I've been selling that's ranked at about 10,000. And it's the moment that it shows up in my inventory, sold. Gone. Right? So I'm thinking there's a lot of people that are are buying out of the fact that they, they're, they're worried that they won't be able to have access to anything. Because... What we're finding is in California, like the rules keep changing. The lockdowns keep changing, right? We, I mean, we went, I mean, our stores at 25% capacity. What if our stores go down to temper? What if they shut down the stores right in this week? So, and, and think about it too. What if in January we have even more of a lockdown, right? And so I, I really think there's a lot of opportunity there. There's, there's bolos that are changing constantly. I mean, there's, there's a bolo right now that I've been hit up on the DMS probably 10 or 15 times, but then we've been hit up on the DM. Are you checking our DMS? 
No. You need to check our DMs. Yeah. There's some good info in there. You should just text me like a, you should just give me like a spark notes every uh, couple of days. <laughs> no, but I, I'm like, hey, it's a shared account. I'm like, Mike, look at it. But yeah, I, actually, I, I got something I wanted to share with you after the pod. All right. So be aware that, you know, the, the fact that there's so many bolos out there. Right. So even if you're doing eBay, there's opportunity for you. Don't just think that it has to be Amazon because I'm looking at items today that I couldn't tell Amazon looking at eBay and the velocity, the, the sell through rate on this stuff. I'm like, there's stuff out there. And I think a lot of you are experiencing, a lot of you are DMing us on, on Instagram telling us, Hey, I've never experienced this kind of eBay sales ever. Now don't be discouraged. You know, if you're saying, Hey, my sales aren't like that. Take a look at what you're selling, right? Are are you picking up the hot items, right? That's what's selling right now. Secondary items are still selling. Don't get me wrong. But there's still plenty of opportunity to sell on eBay. All right. Now, let's talk about listings. Are, are there any changes that you made during Q4 for your listings? Or do you kind of just keep them as, as they are and just hope that sales come through? Yeah, I mean, there's some keywords uh, that I'll change, right? Like I talked about in the past, changing things to maybe adding, adding a keyword like... Uh, a uh, white elephant, right, might be uh, a decent one, but this year that's I'm not really the case, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, listing changes, only things like that are really big might be changing uh, handling and shipping time, especially as we're getting closer. Uh, but other than that, not huge changes for listings. Okay. So, if you do not have an eBay store, I would definitely encourage you, now would be a good time to have an eBay store, Right. Even if you have, and again, you can do what you want, but even if you only have 25 items, because you want access to the markdown tool, right? To be able to run sales. And right now people are looking for deals, even though it may not be a deal, having 15% off, 20% off, it separates you from the competition. So I'm a big fan of maximizing your listing with a sale, right? Because if 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 people are scrolling, 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 it's going to tell you, hey, this was at $50, $50. Now they're selling it for 44 Or if somebody's thinking about it and it's in their cart and then you run a sale and the price drops, it's going to notify everybody that that price drops. So strongly encourage you to run sales because if there's ever a time that you want to be able to try to sell, it's right now. Uh, right now. I mean, the only other time I can think of that things were like this hot were back in you know March, April, May, June when pandemic was really at, at its peak. I also, uh, you, you had mentioned, you know, adding keywords. I'm not, I'm not a big fan, but I, I think, I think there's something to be said about putting, you know, expedited shipping in your listing, right. Or <laughs> the famous in hand, mm. right. If you have a hot item that you, it's in hand, that's something you're going to go get. Like a PS5 picture. Oh no, we're not gonna go down that road. It's so funny that we talked about in our last podcast about PS5 pictures being sold and you talked about people putting pictures in boxes. For Christmas because they don't have items available. Yeah. So how would that go? So so somebody gets that and they're like, oh, sweet, I'm getting a PS5. And it's like, nope, that's your gift. It's just the picture. But don't worry. I paid a lot of money for it on eBay. It's just bad. That needs to go away. All those people need to be canceled from eBay, period. Yeah. I, I, I think it's bad. I, I definitely don't it's think. Buyer confidence. Like, yeah, no, for just, sure. Oh. I think it's awful. Now, do I think those people should be canceled? I don't know if it's that extreme. Cancel culture? Yeah, I don't. I don't say cancel those people because, uh, unless again, if it's an account that just has a history of of trying to scam people, absolutely. But you know, I mean, if if I decided I want to sell a pet rock for five hundred dollars and put that on my account and say, "Let's see if this ever sells," and then it sells, 
Uh, but I'd hate for eBay to say like this kind of stuff is bad for eBay and just cancel my account. Like, what? I have that one list. No, no, just but for fun. there's a difference between selling a rock and listing it as a pet rock and selling a PS5 and it's just a picture of a PS5. Yeah. Well, no, I, and I agree that it's uh, it's a little shaky what they're doing, but they're not selling a PS5. They're selling a picture of a PS5 and it's very clear in the, the listing. Again, people, it's wrong. I agree. It's wrong. People are scrolling and buying. All right. Other th- so maybe add some keywords, you know, in hand, fast shipping, expedited. I know it's not the popular thing to do, but you know, when you're at a time when people are scrolling and they want their items quick, that might capture them. Right. Would you put arrives by Christmas? That's up to you. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would. I mean, I would have before our conversation today. Cause I honestly I you know, I'd I'd hear stuff on it. I saw stuff on Instagram and and I'm like, I haven't heard anything. So maybe things are all good for me. Yeah, no. But I get what well, the thing is, this is why I don't worry about it. I can't control it. Like, why am I going to worry about something I can't control? Like, it is what it is. And hopefully things are all good. All right. So maybe add some keywords, right? And I've done this in the past. I've done, you know, same day handling. I've done, you know, uh, expedited shipping. I've done, uh, what else have I had? I've done in hand. I've done, I'm trying to think. Uh, combined shipping possible. I mean, there, there's different use keywords though that will capture people. All right. Now I change my handling times. So I have same day handling right now, but I change my same day handling. I actually push it. I push it to, if you buy something by three 30 PM, I'll make sure it gets shipped before five. Wow. It's kind of risky though. But you know, again, I'm running on two platforms on Amazon and eBay. So you know, I'm not, if, if it gets crazy, maybe, you know, you can always change that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I find a lot of people. Unless you have offer out, right? That might uh, be a problem. Yeah, true. I haven't run into, I, here's the thing. I'd rather have the problems than not have the problems. Right. It's because here's the thing. You know, I, I was watching somebody on Instagram talk about that. They lost their top rated seller because they had too many uh, late shipments. But, you know, the way that that happens is if you don't have a lot of shipments, right? If you have a lot, like, for example, I was kind of worried because I've been gaming the system a little bit, you know, because eBay, uh, we'll talk about this. eBay basically said, hey, it's okay if your item arrives late as long as, one, it gets scanned on time, right? And basically, you know, it gets scanned when you go to the post office or you print your shipping label in the the time that you said you're going to do it, or if the buyer on the other end says that it arrives on time. Right. Well, for me, you know, I, I'm printing my shipping labels within minutes of something be- being sold, but it doesn't mean I I'm always able to get it to the post office, but it's okay for me because the post office isn't scanning things anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, and it's going to be late. So, so the reason I, I, I say all this is because I'm okay changing my handling times to three 30. Now I am trying to provide the best customer service, so I do ship it on a time, but there's a way to do it. And by the way, you know, we talked about this in the last podcast. You can change your shipping times or your handling times for the weekend too. Right. So if, if in this weekend, you know, you want to take advantage of that because people are going to see that on their listing on eBay, it's, it's well worth it to you. Now understand there's leeway when it comes to eBay, when it comes to Amazon, there is no leeway. Like don't be late on Amazon. Don't play games with Amazon. Amazon will drop the hammer. So, 
All right. What do you think about holding out for a higher price or willing to sell things for cheaper? Yeah, I mean, probably most of the time, and it might even be better now just to just to get things moving. We always talk about, you know, the the sell-through rate of your store could potentially um, encourage the algorithm to move people to your store. You still have to have the right items that people are going to buy. Uh, but if it's moving you up a little bit higher, that's going to be beneficial. Um, so, yeah, I would definitely say I, I still am not going to take rock bottom prices, right? Like, I just like, for instance, I sold a pair of shoes that had a ton of low ball offers on. I was getting low ball offers like every couple of days. And it's like, no, like I know I could sell these for, you know, 60 bucks. I'm not going to take 15, right? I'm not going to take 20. So when I finally got an offer that was like 49, it was like, all right, I'll take 49, right? So could I have gotten the 60 if I'd have held out? Yeah. But uh, I'm still not going to take the rock bottom, rock bottom. Uh, and even going back to what we were talking about earlier, and I know this is like, like moving back a step, but, uh, as far as changing listings or doing things like that. Uh, one of the things we tried this last time is we went through all of our department 56 items that have been at this point up for over a year and we knew they were getting stale. And so we literally just unlisted them and relisted them and saw pretty significant sales coming through. Right oh, away. nice. Yeah. So, so we did like uh, kind of play with our, our listings, you know, getting it off, putting it back on just to get it back up towards the top. Because uh, something that's been sitting there for a year, you know, just doesn't doesn't have the same, you know. No, no, it does get sale. I mean, I do promoted listings, so I don't have to worry about it. So there's two ways of doing it. Now, I will say, I, I need to clarify. So when I said don't hold out for a higher price, you're referring to what I was going to talk about later. But what I'm referring to is price yourself competitively, right? So if you have a hot item, right? So let's say you find a hot item and you feel that, hey, I went to eight stores and I finally found this. I'm going to list this at the top because I want top dollar. I really worked for this. It's not going to sell. Right. At this point in time, that item is the same as everybody else's item. It kind of changes because I do talk about how when you list items for hire, they sometimes sell more because, you know, people are actually going, Hey, you know what? If it's being sold for a higher price, it probably means that it's, you know, a, quality a seller. It's, it's a quality item. It's, you know, there isn't anything shady about it, but for this is if you have items that are constantly selling all day long and you decide to list your item higher than everybody else's, you're just going to get pushed down in the search and it's not going to sell. Right. We've talked about before, you know, how sometimes when you get 20 of a hot item, you should sell it at a competitive price because you kind of end up owning that search, right? It'll say, you know, 10 out of 20 sold. And people have more confidence in buying from you because they've seen, hey, this person already sold 10 of these, you know, obviously satisfied customers, they have great feedback. And so I'm going to buy from them, right? So right now, anything that I'm picking up, if I'm listening on Amazon or eBay, uh, and I'll, I'll talk about this in the update episode, it's a little different when it comes to the buy box, but I, I'm listing it competitive. I'm listing it right where it's selling. I'm not trying to get, you know, 20 to 30% more. It's a little different than what I would do in January through the rest of the year, uh, especially in this week where people are trying to buy. They're trying to get that deal and they're trying to get it shipped out fast. So price to sell. Price to sell. And the last thing I wanted to talk about and kind of skipped over is I change all my listings to expedited shipping. You said that. Did I? Yeah. Okay. So and again, now you got to be careful because if you do free shipping and you change them out to expedited, <laughs> you have, you know, this massive, you know, 10 by 20, 50 pound item. Like it, it's gonna, you're going to lose money. So be careful. If it's free shipping, you got to be aware. But 
I only do free shipping for anything that's under a pound. So it's not a big deal for me to turn that all to expedited. I might lose two or three bucks on each item, but if I get those sales, it's worth it to me. Good. First class is expensive now. Yeah. It's almost six bucks. Where priority is almost like seven ninety one through the eBay app. Mm. So I'm like, why not? You know? So, all right. So we're going to take a little break here. And before we take that break, let's talk about the busyness of this life has kept me from being able to, you know, take that time to at home, you know, shaves his dome. But with the skull shaver, I've been able to do it in the van. I've been able to do it while I'm walking. Like it's portable. Here's the thing. The battery life on that thing is incredible. Have you recharged yours yet? I haven't recharged it yet. Dude, yeah. I'm at 61%. How long have we had those? Yeah, it's been a while. Weeks. And I've been using it every other day. Yeah. And it's at 61%. Yeah. No, the battery life is beast. So, yeah. So, if you don't know, if you haven't been listening to our podcast, uh, Skull Shavers, our promo code is Pure. So, if you go to Skull Shaver, use promo code Pure, you'll get a great discount and let them know over there that we sent you and... Uh, yeah, it's been life changing. I, I love using it. <laughs> life changing. Um, it, I mean, it really has because it just saves a ton of time. Um, it's really easy. It's clean. Uh, it's just great product. I've been. I, I've actually have been telling my friends like you've got to get one, right? Not just because like, hey, I've got a, a code that you should use, uh, but like genuinely, like, yeah, you got to stop using a razor on your head. Like you're you're nicking yourself. It's not worth it. Like this thing is great. I would buy another one if this one if something happened to it. Like it's it's great. So yeah, skull shaver promo code pure trust me you'll say thank you pure house podcast that was a great suggestion all right and if you're not following us on social media make sure to follow us on instagram and tiktok and facebook we are pure so podcast and on twitter we are pure so cast you can always give us a call 619-738-1170 that's 619-738-1170 and shoot us an email at pure podcast at gmail.com that's pure podcast at gmail.com and if you're listening to the podcast but you want to check out what we're talking about on video, you can always subscribe to our YouTube and hit that notification button so you're notified whenever videos drop. New Year, we're always inspired to do more content during the new year. So hopefully we'll, we'll get there. And uh, hey, want to say thank you to everyone for the reviews. You know what I thought we should do sometime? I've seen other YouTubers do this. So we should like have an episode of reading good and bad reviews. But we don't have a lot of bad reviews, so like, maybe like, we shouldn't. Yeah, I feel like that would just encourage people to leave bad reviews. <laughs> Should we just delete? We should we just edit this from the podcast. <laughs> I just thought it you no, know, because we've had well, I I actually was thinking about like uh like bad comments because we've gotten bad comments on Instagram. I don't forget those comments. Mm, they stick with you. They don't stick with they keep me. You up at night? No, they don't. They just crack me up. Like one time I got called a car salesman. Mm. I'm like, I'm terrible at telling cars. So you know, hey, I I guess I guess I sound like one, but not a good one. I don't know. I mean, I, we've gotten to remember we we've had trolls on here before. Yeah. So, yeah. so I I don't know what is, mean tweets. Remember that segment on Jimmy Kimmel back yeah. in the day. So we don't get mean tweets though. So at least not yet. All right. And uh, hey, if you ever want to help us out though on those reviews, go to iTunes. Write the reviews. My goal is for us to get to four hundred. We're about almost three seventy. So really appreciate that. And last of all, thank you to all of you that you know continue to support us uh, through buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle. We've had some other individuals in the past two weeks just sign up for a full year. So we're grateful. Thank you so much. And if you haven't yet, just go to buymeacoffee.com slash pure hustle. Help us to continue producing this podcast at just less than a dollar an episode. And we're actually, I mean, we're recording at a time that it's costing us money right now to record. That's, should I say no cap? Am I too old to say no cap? 
And yeah. is that a thing? People say that? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Anyways, all right. So, hey, thanks so much. And now it's for the segment that I think a lot of people are waiting for. Yeah. Come on, hustlers. It's the freaking hustle of the week. We got four this time. Ooh, this is long. We got a lot of them here. All right. So our first one is from Evan, IG handle at Flippin' Pops. Uh, so uh, Evan from at Flippin' Pops went to an estate sale that wasn't advertised. Those are the best. Uh, saw a vintage 35 millimeter camera and picked it up. So he sold it. It was a Yash. I'm, I'm probably going to butcher Yashica. something. Yash, Yashica. T4 weatherproof 35 millimeter camera with a Carl Zeiss teaser tether te- uh, on eBay for six hundred dollars. It doesn't say here how much they picked it up for, but I'm no assuming- five dollars. Oh, uh, did it say that? Oh no, in my mind I put it on there. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, paid five dollars for this camera, uh, an old vintage 35 millimeter camera, sold for six hundred dollars. That's the kind of sale that definitely makes hustle the week. Good I, job, I just wonder how many 35 millimeter cameras I passed on. Because most of them are, are are not worth anything, right? Like that's the thing is like you have to know what you're looking for because uh, it's it's most of them aren't going to be. It's like Beanie Babies, right? Like most Beanie Babies are garbage, but there's probably think, like the no, one in a million. They're all garbage. Probably. <laughs> they're, you know? No, they are. Okay. But but <laughs> you get what I'm saying though. Like there's things that are like a dime a dozen, right? Barbies or whatever, where it's like the, oh, you yeah, always yeah. see them. Oh, but then there's true. like occasionally if you know the right thing, the right year, the right type of whatever, then those are worth money. And so, yeah, you've got to, you just got to know, you got to know the niche. And the only way you're going to know is by spending a couple of minutes looking on eBay and see which ones are selling. And then you know which brands and years to look out for. So definitely check out Evan's IG page, Flipping Pops, because if you look at the camera, you would totally, I would, pa- I would have totally passed it up. I mean, I, I'm like looking at this and going, this looks like a chintzy camera. I would have bought at Walgreens back in the day, you know, no offense to Walgreens, by the way. So. All right. Our next uh, hustle of the week comes from John IG handle, John Ford Bennett. Uh, he stopped into the store that shall not be named during the lunch break. I miss those days. I used to do that a lot as an administrator. I would go to store that shall not be named like pretty much three days a week. And, uh, when he was in there, almost tripped over a pair of Olympic weight plates. That that would be the first time you would feel good about tripping over weights, right? Because he picked up these Olympic weight plates, no pun intended. It came with a stand, paid $30, and sold it on Facebook in under 24 hours for 480 bucks. Yep. Weights are back, man. That's a nice lunch break. Yep. It's good stuff. They are back. Yeah. Especially in California, gyms are closed again. Except there's some people breaking the rules, but it's all good. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. I mean, your health is important, right? Oh, dude, uh, yeah. I mean, especially during this time. So, all right. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, John. That's awesome. Um, our next one comes from Eric. Uh, his Twitter handle is at Xtrilzenix. Seasonix. Xtrilzenix. So X-T-R-I-L-L-S-Y or X L S. ZNX. All right. So it was on Facebook garage sale group and picked up a printer for $10. Uh, bought it from the lady uh, helping a hoarder. Uh, listed it on eBay and sold a Kodak ESP C310 all-in-one inkjet printer on eBay for $275 plus shipping. So from $10 to $275, that is a deal. And just to think, uh, you also helped out a hoarder and that's got to make you feel good. That's awesome. No, and he actually said, you know, so this is X Trill Season X, 
And he said, I'm trying to be a hustle a week. I listen to y'all every single day at my nine to five. Appreciate you. Yeah. So you could actually listen to every day. We're getting closer to that. Like, think about it. We're at two episode with 209 right here. Right. So think about that. If you only listen on work days. Wow. That is crazy. How many episodes we have. That's right. So. All right. Thanks so much, Eric, for always tuning in and sharing with us your hustle week. All right. This last one comes from Christina, IG handle, uh, Christina Nieto, uh, went to an estate sale and was thinking through a pile that a reseller just finished sourcing. You ever done that before after a reseller? I, I sometimes want to just score something. So I feel, feel good going, mm, this person, missed they it. missed it. Yeah. Do you so, tell them like, haha, you missed this. No, I, I wonder how, the, I wonder how that would go though. Mm. Yeah, okay. So, you know, she had mentioned a pay to be bilingual because she picked up two posters, which read El Hombre de Yellow. Looked up comps of a 1978 vintage George Gervin Iceman. So Hombre de Yellow is Iceman. Okay. In Spanish. Nike posters. These are vintage. Paid $10 for both. Sold on eBay for a total of $650. Wow. That's incredible. So, and not everybody can recognize George Gervin. George Gervin is like pre-Jordan, like 1980s. Probably one of the best NBA players of all time. I think he was like scoring champion a few years. Uh, but, you know, if you're going to read Spanish, you would have looked at this poster and he, it's not a recognizable face. Like if yeah. you saw Jordan, saw LeBron, you know, if you saw Kobe, you it'd be pretty obvious. But yeah, she caught it. That's a that's a lot of money. 10 to 650. That's yeah. good. No, that's great. All right. Thank you, everyone, for sharing your hustle of the week. Thank you, Christina at Christina Neto on IG. Appreciate all of you. And uh, what's your hustle? We wanted to take a quick moment to thank our sponsors for this episode. Hey, everyone. Ever found yourself too busy to list or wanting to scale and not knowing how? Well, we've partnered with a great service called Sellhound. They will help you do much of the heavy lifting and can benefit your business in many ways. Sign up for listing services with Sellhound and receive 25% off your first purchase or 25% off your first month of a Sellhound monthly subscription. You can do this by using our promo code, all in caps, PureHustle25. That's the numbers, 25. By the way, everyone gets three free listings to try out before any purchases. Just go to sawhound.com and subscribe using our promo code, PureHustle25. So uh, this one's kind of an interesting one. So uh, my... Uh, my pastor has been telling me like he's got all these books and he wants to get rid of some of them. And um, some of them he wants to like potentially do like consignment on my eBay. And, you know, that's not something I'm super excited about. Um, but he at one point he had a box of books that he was going to throw away. And he's like, look, I'm going to throw these books away. My wife wants them out of the house. Wow. I've had them in my in my shed for like seven or eight years. And I, I'm literally going to throw them away. Just take them. You could probably sell them on eBay. I see they go for a bunch of money on Amazon. And I was trying to tell him like, it's hard on Amazon because there's like one listing, right? And the person, the listing on Amazon is like over a thousand dollars. And it's like, well, just because they haven't listed for that much, like you, you can't, it's hard to tell for comps and trying to look up comps on eBay and they, they weren't quite going for that much, but they were going. And so I'm like, well, whatever they sell for, I'll, I'll split it with you. And he, he was like, no, no, you just take it. I'm literally going to throw these away. So I listed them. I honestly didn't think they were going to sell and uh, they sold and they sold for um, like 600 and some dollars. I think it was like right around 600 bucks and for, for free, right? Like I literally was giving them for free. Now my plan is I am going to 
split the profit with him. So I'm going to take whatever the net profit is and give him half because uh, he didn't have to give me those books. But uh, it just goes to show people know you're a reseller. A lot of times, I mean, I more often than not, people want to give me stuff and it's junk, right? They're like, hey, I've got these uh, a box of shoes I'm going to drop off in your front porch. I'm like, no, 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 really, you don't have to. No, no, I'm going to. And then they do. And you go through them and you're like, yeah, I'm just going to throw these away. Right. And it happens all the time. Uh, but sometimes, you know, it, it, it does pay when people are, you know, because again, people want to, one, they want to help you out. Uh, two, they want to feel like they're not just throwing their stuff away. Right. It's like, well, I know I can give it to this person and and maybe they can do something with it. And they'll often say, and if you can't just donate it. Right. So I almost become the middleman sometimes for people, you know, taking stuff to the Salvation Army for other people. Or, oh, no, I do it all the time. I don't turn it away. Actually, I feel bad because we have one of our former students that hit us up, they're an mm. adult now and they have a bunch of magazines and I haven't gotten back to them like in three weeks, but, but yeah, I get, I've done it where I've just picked stuff up and then it's like, Oh, well, yeah. Um, this is going to the Salvation Army. Yeah. You just, you, you're still providing a service, right? You're, you, <laughs> you are the drop off for them at that point. Cause you don't want to say no. Cause it yeah. could be good. Yeah. Cause, and eventually you'll, you'll likely, like I said, you're going to get those, those cool scores. And then obviously depending on the situation, if someone's giving you stuff, you definitely are not uh, obliged to like, you know, split the profit with them unless you've arranged that in, uh, in advance. But this was such a a big sale. I was so appreciative of it. And I just want to like kind of like thank him for, um, you know, thinking of me with these. So um, I think it depends on your level of friendship. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if it's somebody you see. If it's family or friends. Well, or close, yeah. first of all, it's your pastor. So that, yeah. there's there's kind of this whole other part mm. of like, you know, <laughs> you don't want to mess with that. but. You know, it's like if it's a person that you only see maybe once every six months, probably don't need to, you know, do anything about that. But it's somebody you see on the weekly, the conversation is going to come up and it's going to be awkward if if you kind of made a whole killing on it and then you didn't say anything. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So for sure. All right. So, but that'll be a nice little uh, Christmas surprise for him too. And he gets like some extra money, an extra oh, he doesn't even know? hundred bucks. No, I haven't told him yet. I was waiting. And he doesn't listen to us, obviously. I, I don't think so. So I was waiting until I wanted to wait till like the 30 day mark. Cause they sold a couple of weeks ago. I wanted to wait until like they for sure weren't going to be returned. Cause that would be the worst. Like all of a sudden the, 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 the customer is like, you know, what? I want to return these. And then they get sent back. And then it's like, now I'm out all this money and I've already split the money and I don't want to go back to my pastor. I'm like, can I get that money back? You know what I mean? So I was kind of waiting until we're closer to that 30 day mark. Uh, and then it could be like, all right, free and clear money's good. Here you go. No, that's a great tip. I mean, I have a friend of mine that I do consignment for. I never consign, but for him, we're, you know, I, some of you have heard me talk about him, Kyle, he goes to garage sales. Sometimes he's on Instagram and, uh, we have a good working relationship and I'll wait two weeks before I pay him out. Cause I'm like, Hey, let's just wait till the return. He's cool with it. Because yeah, that's the worst if you pay somebody out and then it's a return. We're like, what do you do? Like, uh, can I get that money back? Yeah. You yeah. can't do that. Yeah. You know? So, all right. So my hustle of the week is my hustle of the week a year ago. I, have I talked about the pens that I've been selling? I don't know. Okay. So I went to Office Depot when it was closing probably a year ago. It was, yeah, it's a little about a year and a half ago. And they had these pens and they were dropped down all the way to 67 cents for a set of three pens. And these are pens that the original retail at the Office Depot, which Office Depot had ridiculous prices, was about $12 to $13. So I looked up comps on eBay and on eBay, I mean, not eBay, on Amazon. On Amazon, they're selling for about, you know, $10 to $12. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to risk it with this because, you know, the ranking wasn't great. The ranking was like 130,000 or something. Maybe it was a little higher than that. 
And on eBay, you know, they were selling, but it wasn't selling a lot, but 67 cents a piece. You can't go wrong on that. So I bought 700 pens. So if you do the math, I don't know, let's do the math real quick. Somebody, did you see that meme that somebody made about me counting the comments? Uh-uh. I was like, I was like the count from Sesame Street. Nice. So, but anyway, so hopefully it's not this way this time. So I paid about close to $500 for all the pens. Now, for a little while, I was competing with two other people on Amazon and I was selling them for about 10 to $11. So about six months ago, I broke even. I already, I sold enough pens. So I think I had to sell at that point, I think I sold like a hundred uh, sets of those and I still had the other 700, I mean the other 600 that I left over. And then what ended up happening is I am the only person on the Amazon listing. I'm the only person on, I think on even, I'm the only person on the planet that sells these pens. Now, there, I, I, there is a sweet spot. So I've been selling these pens at nine, I think for about $9.99. And, you know, this period of Q4, I've already sold, I think since early November until now, I sold 97. I have to send in another 100. So if you do the math, right, I was making five, I think it was about five ninety nine on net profit, okay, net profit, like that, you know, after the cost of mine and the FBA fees and all that. So if you do the math, right, 97 times, you know, the 5.99, whatever, that means I made $581 net profit in just selling pens in the last 30 days. Nice. Which required no work, right? Except for, you know, putting a hundred sets of pens in a box and sending it to FBA. So I still have, I think I have about, 400 left. Wow. So if you do the math, right, let's just do that. Let's just say I made $5 net on each pen, right? Generously, I bought 700. So 700 times five, that means I made $3,500 on that purchase. That's crazy. Like, I, I, I didn't think it was going to go down like that because I thought, man, these are going to take forever for me to break even. No, I mean, wait. So now, I, I I buy these closeouts. Like I'll buy two or three hundred units. I think Craigslist Center had talked about buying out makeup or buying out items at stores. So, anyways, yeah, that's my hustle of the week. So I need to send them more pens because hey, school, quote unquote, if it happens, is around the corner in January. So there we go. Yeah. All right, let's get back to real quick. Uh last few points here about the last good week of Q4. Hey, people want answers now. So my first point in the next section is reply quickly to people. Don't wait because they're looking for that buyer and they're looking for, they're looking for that seller. That's going to give them answers fast. Cause if they answer fast, that means they're probably going to get on that shipping fast. And so you don't want to delay. You don't want to wait eight hours. You don't want to wait till the next day. The moment you get that eBay message, I strongly suggest you just reply right away and, and you just close that sale as fast as you can. Yeah. And I can imagine too, that a lot of times, unless you're the only one that has a listing like that, they might be sending the same question to two or three sellers, right? If you know, unless it's like you, you is a one-off item that you have, but if it's you know a PS5 or whatever that you have a hot item, and somebody's asking a question about like, well, what's the dimensions or can it be here by this time? They've probably asked like three sellers, like, can you guarantee it'll get to me by this time or whatever their question is. So if you're the first one to respond and they're ready to pull that trigger, then you'll get the sale, right? But yeah, like you said, if you end up waiting even if it's a half hour, an hour to get back to them. Uh, and, and you might not have any choice in that, but if, if the sooner you can get to them, then when somebody else says, yeah, I can get this shipped out by today. And they're like, oh, sorry, I already bought one. You don't even want them to message somebody else. 
You know what I mean? Like if you're the first, well, you don't know if you're the first or the third or the 10th, right? It's same thing with us. If they, you know, send you an offer, I get this all the time and it's super annoying, right? Somebody sends 10 offers, right? And then they say, Hey, I was able to get this from somebody else. I sent an offer to it's annoying. That's why right now, like instant, instant, like you got to move. I mean, it's one week, not saying do this for a month, not saying this for a year, one week, maybe even just five days. So make sure you reply right away. And then we had talked about this earlier. Don't hold on for the higher price because guess what? It may never come back. You may never get an offer on a certain item ever again. Right. Because especially if it's secondary good. Now, this is what I'll say. My rule for me, <laughs> you you can you can hit, hit up my store and try to, you know, send offers of over 50%. All, and I might accept almost all of them. I'm not saying I'm not trying to sell Ooh, my I'm gonna store. I'm going to go shopping on your store. Yeah. So, but I'm I, right now in this next week, if there's offers above 50%, unless it's something I'm holding out on, I'm going to take it. I, you know, because if, if things aren't going to sell during this week, Chances are they're not going to sell later on. They will, but not as much as they would this week, right? Where, you know, there might be 50 more items I would sell in this week than may take, you know, 10 items, uh, 10 of those items each month for the next year, right? So you want to sell fast. Now, again, there's some items that I'm not about that little bit over 50% for the most part. And especially because I'm too busy with Amazon, I need my eBay sales to come through. I'll accept it. So. It's a good thing we don't share our store publicly, but people know our stores. Have you, I've gotten hit up before. Like, it's so awesome. You sold this. I'm like, Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. You ever see the followers thing on eBay? Uh-uh. There's people that can follow your store. Interesting. So, and sometimes it'll send you notifications of what, cause I follow some people. It'll send me notifications of what people like recently like listed on there. Huh? So now those, I, I get those from people that I'm sourcing from. Right. So, all right. So I said, take all offers. And then, uh, so here's the thing. What are your thoughts about sales in January? Do you think that that's something that's just said on social media? Do you think it's real? No, for sure. It's real. I mean, uh, a lot of times people get, I mean, part of our conversations throughout the year, especially as we get into the last part and getting closer to Christmas time is we're, we're thinking of things we want. And then like the conversation my wife and I will have is, well, you know, my aunt usually sends like $50 and my mom will give us like 25 and, and we start like adding up money that we can kind of count on getting. It's like, so, you know, once they, once they give us money, like it, we'll, we'll buy that, right? Whatever the thing is. So a lot of people get money as gifts. And so you're waiting for that thing that you're not like, Hey, I'm not going to ask for this as a Christmas gift. Cause it might just be too much. Or, you know, I don't want to tell people like, Hey, I want these things. Uh, but especially if it's used items like on eBay or whatever it is, but people are going to get gift cards and people are going to get cash and they're going to start buying for themselves. Right. So like Christmas, a lot of times is buying for other people. And I feel like January is the time where people start buying for themselves. Yeah. So it's kind of a, if it's a two edged sword on this one, right. You can source hot items and some of them do sell in January. Like I've done that before where I bought a ton of hot items and I don't do this anymore. I'm just saying it's, you can do it if you want. I'm, I'm a big believer in, especially now, any hot item that I pick up in Q4 needs to sell in Q4. Like I won't, I won't hold on until January. I I just, I I just won't because I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get the same amount of money, but there have been exceptions in the past. So I'm a big believers sell everything, (laughs) 
especially if you're doing Amazon, like you don't, don't hold out. I, I mean, it, it does help for tax purposes and we're not here to advise you on taxes, but you know, anything you don't sell, you, you can, you know, it, it doesn't show as sold. And so it ends up being a loss, right? You lost money because you spent money on inventory and it didn't sell. Right. So it depends on if you're doing, uh, uh, the when it sells versus when you purchase. Correct. Yeah. Cash or accrual. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to get into that conversation. It's still vague. Is it vague to you or do you get it? No, I mean, it makes sense. Okay. Anyways, yeah. talk to your local CPA about cash and accrual. So, but you can source items that are selling right now and that will sell in January. Right. So you're talking about workout stuff right now. Like workout stuff right now is, is pretty hot again. And you know, the two biggest parts of the country that are on lockdown right now are New York and California. A lot of people, a lot of people can't go to gyms. A lot of people can't even get, you know, workout apparel, right? Because certain stores aren't open anymore. So you may be that only avenue. So, you know, right now, you know, there may be some stores that are still giving deals for Christmas. So it may be worth it to you to source and go, Hey, I'm okay if this doesn't sell during Q4 and I can sell it in January. For example, last year, I'm not, I didn't do it this year, but last year I bought a ton of apparel, a ton of workout apparel. And I sold a lot of workout apparel, but most of my workout apparel sold in January. And the reason I bought it during the Q4 time was because Amazon showed a low ranking. So I'm like, hey, this stuff will sell. Some of the stuff just didn't, I don't know why I thought it would have sold faster, but yeah, it all sold in January. So so be aware that that people are still buying through January. It's just it's a very tricky game understanding, you know, what will sell, what won't. But here's the problem. You also got to think about the restock, right? You also got to think about the returns because what ends up happening is a lot of people return things in January. And so those items end up back on the floor. And then, you know, we've talked about this on Amazon. What is it, what is it that you said people do? People will buy it for like, you know, five times the price it is to give for Christmas. And then after Christmas, they'll go to the store and go, what? It was only worth $50. I'm going to return this to Amazon. I'm going to buy it here. Yeah. And, and what other times what people will do, and I know for a fact people do this too, is maybe they have to return it new, right? It's like, I can't return it. I've already used this a bunch. So they'll go buy, you know, one at... Oh, whoa, I forgot about that. That's yeah. why I asked you. Yeah. Yeah. So people will buy one and then you know, basically do a switch out, right? So they'll return the new one and then and now they've got the the one that they purchased, right? So th there are definitely ways that that people like so for instance, I buy something on Amazon for $150 and then I see it at Target for 25, right? So I buy the one at, at Target for 25, I send it back to Amazon and I get my Amazon money back, right? So technically the seller gets gets a brand new item. They don't get the one that I've been using, but you know, you've, you've cheated the system. And so I know people do that. And so you've kind of got to look out for that. You're probably going to have some people doing those returns because it's like, Hey, I can get it cheaper. And sometimes people just want it now, right? Knowing that they can do that. It's almost like I'll pay a hundred dollars now knowing that I'm going to get $80 back once I can, it's back in stock for 20. Yeah. And so that's a great tip and not a tip to do, but just to recognize that people do that. I'm not saying go out and do that. You know, I've talked to you about that Reddit page, right? Hmm. There's that Reddit page that teaches people how to do stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, no bueno. So, but this is what I'll say about that. This is why this year I have not sourced a lot from big box stores because it's a really easy to do that in big box stores, right? You get something from the retail store that shall not be named. 
you do that from Walmart, you do that from, you know, a- any of those stores that there's a lot of access to and those items are there, it's going to happen. If you buy stuff from stores, let's say an off-price store that isn't very, you know, very popular throughout the country, or maybe it's an item because those off-price stores, usually when they sell out of an item, they're pretty much sold out of an item. Mm. Because, right? Because it's it's basically liquidation stuff that they're buying, right? They're, they're, they didn't sell at the original retail store and it's now being sold to the off-price store, whether it be Ross, whether it be TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Burlington, you, know, you name it, DD's discount. It's not going to come back. And so the chances of you getting a return on the item may be very slim in comparison to something from Walmart that they're going to see that item later on, especially with Black Friday items, right? I've told you my my piggy bank story from my, I've shared that the shame of the piggy banks, the Ryan's piggy banks where during Black Friday, they were selling for 30 bucks and that was at a discount because retail was 30 and uh, retail was 60 and they're selling for 30. In January, they were selling for $10 in some Walmarts, right? So, Let's 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 say that your buyer is, you know, the buyer that Mike talked about. Can we call them savvy? Is savvy too kind? I think that's fine. Okay. The savvy buyer would have bought that piggy bank for their child and then bought the Ryan one for ten dollars and they would have made their money back easily. Yeah. Easily. So be aware of that, be careful. But hey, I gotta tell you, there hasn't been a better time in reselling than there is now. I I I keep saying that, but I think most resellers would agree with that. I know for sure on Amazon, I'm pretty sure on eBay because eBay, I haven't listed in weeks and I'm still selling stuff. So make sure to get out there. We're dropping this on a Monday. There's still days left. There's still a lot of money to be made. And so get out there, find those items, find those items that you can sell during Q4 and maybe can sell in January. And hey, there's no better time to be able to level up uh, your business than now. And with that being said, make sure to be real, be relevant, and be reselling. Peace. Peace.